Have you ever wondered what makes people capable of creating changes that impact their lives and the world around them? What is their way of thinking, their mentality, their patterns, their perceptions of the world, their reactions to different life events? What influences them? My name is Cristina Puyol, and I invite you to join me in this adventure where we will explore together the mind of change makers. Do you feel like you are constantly being judged? Do you strive to look smart? Do you get frustrated and give up when you fail? Do you feel that successful people are lucky? Do you avoid those things that you're not good at or that don't come easy to you? Do you label yourself as this is me or this is the way I am in areas of your life where you struggle? If so, you may have adopted what author Carl Dweck calls a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset means you believe intelligence, talent, and other qualities are innate and unchangeable. If you're not good at something, you typically think you will never be good at it or it will be very hard. So why bother? A fixed mindset thinks, if I seem to be bad at something, whatever that is, sports, business skills, school, subjects, I haven't been blessed with the gifts to do it well. This belief can seem innocent, but it ultimately leads to a life of avoidance, fear, and little interest in anything outside of your comfort zone. Why? Well, when someone with a fixed mindset encounters something uncomfortable or difficult, they think they just don't have the mental or physical ability to do it. If it's difficult and uncomfortable now, it will always be uncomfortable and difficult, thus avoiding it, fearing it, or not putting any interest in it. Fortunately, you can change your mindset and learn to be more curious than fearful and keep your interest and effort when the going gets tough. And that is called a growth mindset, which is the understanding that you can change your core skills by working effectively. Who you become is the result of your own efforts. There is a generic term of growth and fixed mindset way of being, but I believe also that we can be in some areas of our life really fixed and in other areas have a growth mindset. And this is due to belief, learnings and or experiences. Fixed mindset and growth mindset will really show up when faced with challenges or failures. And if we mention failure, we need to talk about success. What is your definition of success? This is a word that is so extensively used and in many occasions overused. There is a coach, an American basketball coach, John Wooden, whose definition of success I really like. If you haven't heard of him, he's considered the best coach in NCAA history. Thanks to the 10 championships he won with his lifelong team, the UCLA Bruins, between 1964 and 1975. He died in 2010 at 99 years. And as he explained in an interview, he coined his own definition of success in 1934 when he was teaching at a college in South Bend, Indiana. He was disappointed in the way the parents of his students in the English classes expected them to have the best grades because the average grades were for the others who are average. So the idea was installed that if you won in studies and sport, it would be considered successful. And he didn't like that. For John Wooden, the accumulation of achievements is not, however, success. 
He grew up on a farm and he remembered his father telling him and his brothers not to try to be better than others, but to learn from others and never stop trying to be the best you can be, because that is in your control. If you focus on things that are not under your control, the adversities will end up going out to what is under your control. So he defines success as inner peace based on self-satisfaction, knowing you did your best. If you do everything in your power to improve your own situation, that is success and no one has the right to judge you. And I love this definition a lot, especially because we have to consider that we have not been dealt the same cards. As Randy Pouch says, we cannot change the cards we are dealt, just how we play the hand. And I have experienced that in my own home. My little sister was born with a disease called spina bifida to a very high degree where she was not able to walk. Like from the waist down, she couldn't do anything. And so we were not dealt the same cars. We were not born the same way, my sister and I. So we didn't have the same, the same let's say, abilities or we did yeah the same abilities so they cannot expect my sister to do exactly the same that I could do but we both have the potential to play with what we have the best way that we could and so I remember doing absolutely everything with my sister we found a way for her to go bike rides we found a way and this is thankful to my parents I had amazing parents but I don't remember doing anything without my sister but she needed some tools some assistance some flooring devices when we when we went out to the beach because we didn't have the same things coming into this world so we managed to do amazing things with my sister again thanks to my parents who were amazing and the thing is what are you going to do with your skills with your cards with the cards that you have been dealt this is what you need to focus on so when we talk about doing your best it is not comparing to others but to your own potential and the cards that you have been dealt if you believe that abilities and intelligence are set in stone that we have an innate set of talents which creates an urgency to repeatedly test those skills you're favoring a fixed mindset failures or setbacks are perceived as threatening to your worth or identity when everything threatens to impair your ability you experience chronic stress and this is one of the things that fixed mindset causes which is more stress it also can cause less confidence because if you don't believe that you can do something why would you do it you're not going to believe in yourself If you don't believe that you can grow your skills, that you can learn new things, you're not going to have the confidence to go out there and try. And you're also going to have less creativity. And I go here and explaining a little bit the cycle of, of, of success or beliefs, which is if you have a belief that will determine the amount of potential that you will draw from yourself. And that potential that you put into action will determine the kind of action, the true action that you will take. And once you take an action, that will have a result. And those results that you obtain will determine the beliefs that you have about yourself. And this is a loop. So if you believe you cannot do anything, you're not going to draw the potential to do that thing. And so you're not going to do the action. So you're not going to have a result. And that's going to just feed the fact that, yes, yeah, see, I don't have these gifts or 
abilities so I cannot grow. But if you change in this loop, the belief that you really can learn anything, that's a new belief. You will try to draw more potential out of what you have. You will study, you will try new things, you will look for feedback, and that will change your actions. And your actions are going to start to tell you in your results that you can learn, that you can improve, that you can be better so that at the end, you're going to have a new belief that you can do this. That's going to draw more potential. That's going to change your actions. That's going to change your results. And this is what I call, or actually I, I learned this from Tony Robbins, he calls it the success circle. I call it the belief circle because you can change your beliefs and that's going to allow you to have more creativity and more confidence in yourself. Always thinking that for me, confidence is a result. It's not something that you seek. It's a result of your actions. So when you have a fixed mindset, you're going to have again, more stress, less confidence, and less creativity. So when you want to overcome fear, review this cycle of success, this cycle of belief, so you draw more resources, more of your own resources. If we have faced other fears in the past, if we have changed things in the past, why not this thing? Why not this time? Why not believe that we can apply that to this area in our life where we struggle? Psychologist Carol Dweck, gave a group of fixed mindset students and growth mindset students the choice between an easy task and a challenging task. She discovered that 90% of the growth mindset students chose the difficult tasks and most students with the fixed mindset chose the easy task. When we adopt a fixed mindset, we block ourselves psychologically and draw out a lot of opportunities to learn by putting so much emphasis on minimizing mistakes or the risks of any failure, we also cut off the possibilities of discovering creative ideas that lead us forward. And I had an example of this when I moved to the U.S. I went through a lot of hiring processes and they were quite different from Spain. One of the companies that hired me actually, but where I went through the process of hiring it was for me a grueling process, first of all, because English is not my first language, as you can tell. And it was a long interview, six hours the first time. And they went and asked me so many questions about probability and other things that were not related with software engineering. I remember at a point asking the interviewers, like, are you really asking me for a software engineering position because they were asking me questions like what is the probability that something happens if you have three doors that something is going to happen in one of them and I'm not going to go into the details of the whole questions but the questions were really making me struggle because I did not know so much about probability I did not know so much about the things they were asking me so if for whatever reason they saw that I knew the answer to the question and I asked quickly, they will make it either more difficult or right away change the question. They were looking for questions to which I did not have the answer. Why? Because they wanted to see how I reacted to the unknown, how I was processing something that I didn't know. They wanted to know if I froze, if I rejected it, if I came up with something without thinking through it. Because they were going into a terrain where no one had done that before. No one knew the answers to the questions they were putting out there. We were creating products that did not exist there before. So 
we had to have a growth mindset for sure. We could not work in that environment with a fixed mindset because we will never go into the future with that mindset. So it is the way to go into the future. It is the way to draw more creativity out of yourself and not get stuck. And not get stuck meaning in the sense not dropping the towel, not throwing the towel, not quitting, you know, and and. You don't quit when you have a growth mindset. You're able to see things from different angles or find other resources. So the first step in moving from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, believing that challenges are a threat to believing that challenges are an opportunity, is to realize the truth about your brain. And that is that your brain is not fixed. So if your brain is not fixed, why have a fixed mindset? Over the last 40 years, scientists have shown that we can change our brains and grow our cognitive abilities in three fundamental ways. One is that you can physically grow sections of the brains. And this, again, over the 40 years, we have learned something. And I'm sure over the next 200, we're going to keep learning because there's so much to learn about our brains that we keep discovering new things. And in this thing about growing your brain everybody's like oh I can grow all of part of my brains well maybe not all of them but at least they've discovered that taxi drivers and they did this research and they they've discovered that some part of the brain like the hippocampus can grow and they saw these with taxi drivers in London before GPS came into play researchers took brain images of experienced London cabbies and they noted that the longer a London cabbie had spent driving a London cab, the larger a brain region associated with the spatial awareness and memory was, the larger a brain region associated with spatial awareness and memory had become, and that's the hippocampus. Brain scans revealed that the more London cabbies placed demands on their brains, the more they could expand a region, that region in the brain and do their job more effectively. So your brain is not fixed. The second is that you can speed up some part of your brain circuits. Not all brain, not all brain regions can physically expand, as we say, but we can make circuits faster. This is achieved through a process called myelination. When you focus intensively on a single subject for a period of time, you begin to form white coating on the cells in your brain called myelin. This myelin is like the copper insulation of the wires inside your house. A brain circuit with myelin can transmit information 10 times faster than a brain circuit without myelin. The third thing is that you can rewire your brain. And we've seen this many times when someone has a stroke, they start to regain some function and this is through rewiring. And of course, it takes more time, but it is possible. We've seen it over and over and over. A peer review study from Tau 1995 showed that when a person practices the guitar for thousands of hours, he activates his brain more than beginners. When novice guitarists play the guitar, they only activate a region of their brain associated with one finger on their left hand, the hand they use to play different notes. However, when experienced guitarists play the guitar, they expand the activation of their brains to include regions associated with the fingers and palm of the left hand. It's like rewiring a house to make a light switch that used to turn on just one lamp in your living room and now it turns two or three or the whole house. So once you know the truth about your ability to grow 
It makes sense to change the way you think about challenges and your own abilities. So when faced with challenges, a fixed mindset will avoid. It will say, will I look smart or stupid while doing these? I do not take risks that can show potential shortcomings. You might even consider cheating to cover up your shortcomings. But a growth mindset when faced with challenges, embrace the challenge. How can I learn and grow? Even if I can't do that, at least there's something I can learn from that experiences. When others have success, fixed mindset feel threatened. The success and skills will show that I cannot do this. While the growth mindset will celebrate, I can learn from these people. I know that it was done, so now I can do it. So I celebrate the gains of others because it means I also can do it. It shows me that it can be achieved. When facing difficult times, fixed mindset, they give up. Why should I do this? If I cannot do it, there's no point in wasting time trying. While the growth mindset will persist, It is not meant to be easy. I'm learning when it's hard. Welcome the frustration because it means that I'm learning. When someone with a fixed mindset receives comments and criticism, they ignore it. It just points out all the things I can do, so I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to avoid this criticism. While the people that have a growth mindset will feel that they can learn from it. Other people know things that I don't, so I can learn from them. Effort for fixed mindset means a bad thing. If I can, then it should be easy. Needing to work hard is, means that I'm not good at it, so why should I do it? While the people that have a growth mindset, applying effort means for them a good thing because they believe no one can just do. The effort is what will change my brain so that it can do something new. When a fixed mindset gets help, they refuse it because if I need help, it means that I cannot do it. So I prefer either to keep it a secret or just do the things where I don't need help. And for a person that has a growth mindset, if I cannot do something, reach out. Have you read the book, Who, Not How? It's a great book that talks about this. Reaching out for support is one of the learning strategies that you can use. And reaching for the right people is something that will help you to grow. For people with fixed mindset, making mistakes means that they will not show them. They will hide them or ignore them. Because errors show failures. They don't want anyone to know about them. While the people that have a growth mindset, they know that they can learn from mistakes. There are no mistakes. It's just learning opportunities. So by transitioning from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, your story will shift from I am who I am, my personality, my intelligence, and my talents are fixed to I am a constant learner. My skills are constantly evolving and growing. Did I win or lose? Those are the wrong questions. The right question is, did I do my best? This way, as Carol Dweck says, you may be outmatched, but you will never lose. People with a fixed mindset believe I am who I am without much effort. People with a growth mindset believe with enough focus effort, I can learn anything. My ability and intelligence can grow. A fixed mindset can physically prevent you from learning from mistakes, while a growth mindset can empower you to perceive mistakes as learning opportunities. And a growth mindset can benefit anyone, but it's crucial for entrepreneurs because it allows them to move. If you're an entrepreneur, it allows you to move into new fields. When you have a growth mindset, your past doesn't define your future. 
This can be an asset if you have expertise and experience in another field and want to pursue entrepreneurship. If you believe you can learn anything, you won't fear moving into a new field. And we have an example of that in this podcast. If you hear the podcast with Burju Urtuk, she tells us how her business of selling shoes and creating shoes, dancing shoes that are amazing. Now she wants to learn more about the metaverse and see how she can sell her shoes in the metaverse. That's completely new for her, but she has a growth mindset. She's not afraid of going out there and learning how to bring her business into a new, completely new world. The second thing is it fosters resilience. Resilience is the capacity to recover from and move through difficult situations. And it's critical in the entrepreneurial world. When challenges, setbacks, and failures will arise, which they will, your business survival depends on your ability to persevere and learn from the difficult situations. In one of Dweck's studies, her team analyzed students' brains' activity while reviewing mistakes they made on a test. And those with a fixed mindset show no brain activity when receiving the mistakes, whereas the brains of those with a gross mindset show processing activity as mistakes were being reviewed which means there is a meaning to those mistakes with a growth mindset. They do something with those mistakes, while a fixed mindset can physically prevent you from learning from mistakes because you are not going to perceive them as learning opportunities. Resilience is one of the traits of many of my guests in this podcast. Some show the resilience related to business challenges, like Federica Parigi, who told us about changing direction completely of the business during the pandemic year of 2020, where the business lost all its income sources, and they had to reinvent themselves and start their online version of their business, resulting in the most profitable year ever. Or in the case of Maya, whose personal journey through her illness, fibromyalgia, led her to create a total new career for her, helping high achievers navigate through their challenges. The third thing is entrepreneurship means that you're constantly testing ideas, learning from the results and reiterating the products that you have. And that is only possible with a growth mindset. An entrepreneur with a fixed mindset is likely to view negative feedback as a sign that they don't have the ability to make a valuable product or and that the product is not good or that is not working. This can result in avoiding feedback for fear of rejection. It can result in having a bad product and never making it better or making it well or giving up on the adventure altogether. An entrepreneur with a growth mindset, on the other hand, is able to receive the negative feedback as constructive criticism and use it to improve their product offering, looking for the weaknesses and allowing to create the best version of that product. And the last thing for entrepreneurs, and I think for everyone, is it keeps you humble. Because if you have a growth mindset, you're constantly reminded that there's always more to learn and that the knowledge is not all in you, that the knowledge is also out there and for you to discover and for you also to give something because you will come with your own expertise and mix it with all the new things that you're learning. If you get too comfortable with your initial knowledge, you could miss opportunities to grow with your target audience and meet their needs as they arise. You can accomplish anything with a growth mindset. Success begins with believing you can. And two key things that can help you in areas where you feel you have a fixed mindset is using the word yet. I can sing as I wish, 
yet. I don't have the business I want yet. I'm not creating the income I would like yet. That yet word puts your mind in the field of possibilities and not in the energy of lack. And also start creating the identity of the person you need to become or want to become by using a tool I share in another episode. I am the type of person that, and you fill in the blanks, I am the type of person that gets up early to write. I am the type of person that is always punctual. I am the type of person that likes to speak in public. It will get your brain to look for things that support that identity and you will support yourself into that direction, pulling more of your potential and planting the seeds of new beliefs as we explain in the success circle or the belief circle. And I leave you with a quote of Hafez. What we speak becomes the house we live in. Fear is the cheapest room in the house. I would like to see you living in better conditions. Thank you for this shared time. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you're getting tremendous value out of it. I would love to hear from you. Anything that you would like me to include in this podcast that you would like me to talk about, please contact me, send me a message. And since many of you share with me that you want to support this podcast, we have created an account on Patreon where you can support it at three levels. And I always leave the link in the episode notes and you can also find it in the Instagram and the social media. There's always a link somewhere there. This will help us bring in more team members and it will help us to grow. And to support this podcast at zero cost, please subscribe on any or all of the platforms of your choice, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Audible, Google Podcasts. And you can also leave us a review on podcast app from Apple and five stars if you think we deserve it. And a huge, huge hug and kisses to you, change maker.